0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. It's the 18th day of June. I'm Paul White. Today, I want to deal with Jesus' statement from the end of Mark 10:45, where he gave his life a ransom for many. Before I do that, I want to just tell you that we're back from our trip to Kenosha, Wisconsin. We were there uh, at the time that you're hearing this. We were there um, last weekend, not this past one, but the one before, and we we're with Mark and Valerie Testerman, our dear friends, longtime friends, first time ever in Kenosha, first time I've ever preached for Mark and Valerie, and it was a lot of fun. I want to say hello and greetings to so many of you whom we were privileged to meet on the Saturday night and or the Sunday morning of that meeting. So many drove in from different towns and even different states to meet us and to be in service with us and fellow believers I hope that what we gave was worth the journey. Uh, I had a tremendous time. It was a lot of fun sharing word and ministering. and I got to meet so many wonderful people who had great testimonies of what God had done in their lives. Uh, I heard a few testimonies this weekend from people who our ministry had made such an impact to, as that they literally used the phrase life-changing or saved my life. And I am, I'm without words. I don't, I don't know what to do with that, other than say thank you, Jesus, and hope and pray that we can continue to be that effective for someone else. Um, continue to show, shine a spotlight on Jesus, so that He is beautiful as I know that He is and more lives are able to be changed. And so thank you for those of you who shared. Thank you for those of you who continue to make this possible for us to go do these meetings by being our monthly partners financially and with your prayerful support. It is, I am so grateful. Well, I could talk all day long about how blown away we were with all of that, but uh, you will see those sermons Uh, They'll begin to air in just a few weeks as we still have a couple more from the Canada trip that we'll put up in the next two Sundays and then we'll start the two from Wisconsin. Um, We also have meetings coming up in Chapin, South Carolina. We'll be there on the 23rd of June at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time with our friends in Chapin and then we have a monthly meeting in Flowery Branch on the 25th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. We are back at The Lodge at Sterling-on-the-Lake. We are not back in our theater yet. But we are back at The Lodge. That's the alternate site at Sterling. We've done some meetings there before. That's the fireplace room you've probably seen. Um, Anyway, details on our website. If you're in the South Carolina or the North Georgia area, the end of the month of June, come see us. We would love to be in service with you. Mark chapter 10, verse 45, even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. I'll leave the didn't come to be served, but to serve alone because we did it. We talked about it the last couple of days and I'll let those speak for themselves. But it's that last line to give his life a ransom for many that I want to focus on. It is not common for Jesus to speak of his mission in forensic or judicial terms. It's way more common for him to speak in medicinal terms like he's a doctor, not a lawyer. But lawyer is a little more Pauline. Uh, it's, it sounds more like the language of a legalist like Paul. So knowing that it's rare for Jesus, I, I take this phrase differently than I would if I heard Paul say it. In fact, I've heard Paul say it. Paul says in 1 Timothy chapter 2, Verse 5, there's one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, for which I was appointed a preacher and apostle, and I'm speaking the truth in Christ and not lying, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Paul's version of Jesus the ransom is that he is the mediator between God and man who was supposed to be testified in due time and Paul believes that he was the due time. So Paul's version of ransom seems to be different even than than what he thought had been said about Jesus before because he says he, he was to be spoken of as a ransom by someone in due time of which is the Apostle Paul. So Paul sort of couches it in mediatorial terms. That Jesus is a ransom, a debt paid by the mediator. He paid it on behalf of someone else. At least that seems to be, that seems to be what Paul alludes to in the Timothy argument. Um, He also says this to Titus in Titus chapter 2, verse 14: He gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous. For good works. So to Titus, Paul has Jesus giving himself as redemption from the deeds that hold us from a sense of slavery. Now, take then Jesus' own words that he gave his life a ransom. Ransom is a price paid to be free from the guilt of a sentence. This might be the closest judicial statement we have from Jesus, The big question is, who is he paying the ransom to? And the early church, and I'm talking first three or four centuries, really, really fought this battle theologically. The Christus Victor conclusion that Christ wins victory at the cross had as its foundation that Satan or the being of darkness held the human family in captivity legally because of Adam's sin and that when Jesus died on the cross, he gave his life as ransom. He paid with his own life to have humanity released. I'm I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm saying that became the majority position of the church just a few hundred years after Christ. Of course, that raises a world of questions as to what's that being look like that Jesus would have paid, but we could use it as an allegory. And I I tend to think that's what Jesus is doing, that Jesus sees us as sort of bought and sold beneath a system of debt and performance and sin, and that he gives his life as payment for that so that... and, And maybe we don't look at it like, handing dollars across a table to someone, but rather he steps the perfect life into our imperfection and then dies as we would die so that he can then resurrect as he becomes the new man on the earth. That's his life, a ransom for many. Um, in 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 the Qumran writings, these are the Dead Sea Scroll writings, the phrase many is a term that is used for all the members of a a given community. So if he's using sort of Hebrew lingo, it's giving his life a ransom for the community of Israel who has been sold under sin. Of course, the gospel message by the time you get to John will expand this way past Mark's boundary here to include the entire world. We continue in Mark chapter 10 verse 46. We're going to meet Bartimaeus. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.